0: dynamic shifts in societal attitudes toward female autonomy, divorce, reproductive rights, and the definition of marriage. Along with it, more and more people are making the conscious choice to live their lives child-free. We're here to unpack the complexities of this life choice and say the things that we can't say anywhere else. Greetings, and welcome to another episode of... Not Just... Sleeping In. I'm Tiger...
1: And I'm Lee, and each week we gather in our secret child-free compounds and discuss all things about this pretty crucial life choice that we've made. This week, explain yourself, Tiger. Uh, Professing a child-free status or opinion in any situation, from casual dinner party to work function, seems to often elicit probing questions and unwanted opinions. Uh, It can frankly get a little tiring... Uh, having to endlessly explain yourselves and your life path to a bunch of people, be they close friends or complete randos. Um, what do we actually owe each other? Uh, what commonalities can we find with other groups of people who face similar scrutiny? And uh, what are some good coping mechanisms? <laughs> Interesting one. Tiger, but first, how'd we do? Let's post up some numbers. How'd, how late has you sleep been this week?
0: 8.30. Sure. Sweet sauce. I'm not. I've been I've been slacking.
1: Yeah. Hey, you know what? Uh, Buy me a Coke because 832 Uh, Jinx, he says. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. But you know what? It's it's a good I will say it's a good 830. Again, finished up a recent project uh, and kind of letting the biorhythms go back to the way they want, not setting an alarm and just kind of uh, waking up when uh, tiny little non-denominational angels kiss me on the cheek. It's kind of great. Yes. Um, I do not. I do not hate it at all. Um,
0: That's so eight thirty kinda... with like an alarm. I just like for me, yeah. the tiny little angels don't come in and kiss my cheek until at least nine thirty, and it's been really annoying because sure. I've been I've been house hunting, and right. so I have to get up really early because it's a very competitive market. So even my weekends are shot. When I have this house,
1: it's all. It's yeah. Once you, it'll just be. It'll be one bed. And an empty house, no alarm, and you'll just sleep, until maybe perhaps literal chickens crow you awake.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have like a whole weekend where I just board the animals, right? Like, oh cats yeah, cats boarded, dog boarded, sleep in twelve hours at least.
1: Yeah, I love it. Look, that's you know the funny thing is like it's kind of like, and I know dog walkers are a thing, but like. Perhaps it's, it's kind of like, you know, sending the, the kids off to grandma's or like, you know, having a babysitter or something. No. Taking them.
0: <laughs> they, they have like dog hotels.
1: Oh, oh, sure.
0: Yeah. I checked yeah, my dog in. Just... There's actually one that's special, especially for big dogs in my town. And so I oh, book her. Yeah. And I can book her like podicures and she can go on nature walks. It's really more Get like sending her to a resort because she's my best friend.
1: Fantastic. Listen what to a, the Pets what,
0: episode. <laughs> what a delicious
1: delight. What a delicious delight. So, Tiger, again, kinda, this is sits in the center of a couple of different ones. It's a little bingo card, little, you know. But I think we're trying to, to, to hone in on, very specifically, I was looking around uh, the internet and all of the forums and things, um, kind of this idea that, Sometimes um just explaining away our own existence comes with its own set of frustrations and problems very specifically like it's not it's not necessarily um the questions themselves but having to answer them or having to carve out space or having to set boundaries in a very um fit, you know immediate way in these kind of environs um And it's kind of tricky and it's kind of taxing. And, you know, we've all been there, right? Um, Where we're at a brunch, we're at a, you know, we've talked about the the weird morass that baby showers are, where all of a sudden the spotlight seems to weirdly push on you or like, uh, you know, new work situations or any of this stuff. Like there's always that moment in a new group of people um, where it comes around you know, icebreakers, and it's like, oh, hey, what about you? And very rarely, for whatever reason, we can't really get away with just saying, oh, I'm child-free. I don't want kids. I'm not having children. Without, all of a sudden, record scratch, all eyes on you, and the follow-up questions start, right?
0: Yes, I'm... I'm very good at making myself an unapproachable little troll. <laughs> and I think too I answer with such gusto that typically I'm I'm we'll get into this a little bit more, but like naturally right. I'm very just like, "Oh yeah, no, I don't have kids." And I I'm like I literally will like shrug it off and like do something like cute and annoying. Do
1: a- do a whatever hair flip your pixie cut can manage. It's a mohawk.
0: <laughs> no, but I'm I'm just like, nah. And I like, I will literally like move my shoulders and like do like a, almost like a jazz hands kind of thing because it's, just, it keeps it light and it just sure. kind of, it shuts down the conversation. I don't know why this is so effective, but it is, it is my strategy and I will stick with it because unless I'm with close friends or not really my family. They've just accepted like Tiger's on her own path. She's doing her own thing. But with with close friends and stuff it's come up. But yeah, generally speaking, especially like with work, it's just nah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I also don't s- ask people about their kids cuz I don't care.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's a helpful like look, we're not if you can't return the balls that you don't serve. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> at some point. I like point. that. Uh, but, you know. Um, there. But again, like, there are big, all, a bunch of other issues wrapped up in this. And weirdly, I don't think we're alone. And the funny thing is, we've all heard variations of, were you always child-free? Do you think you'll ever change? Do you think you'll change your mind? Is it medical? Is it whatever? And very probing stuff. But we think really, honestly, at at the heart of it, I've kind of boiled it down. I think it boils down to two very basic questions, right? Mm -hmm. Which is essentially, uh, why not as like, we're, why did you deviate from the life script? Oh my God, what's going on? Uh, so, which is a very, again, the fact that that's the framework, like, but, um, and then the second part and kind of people's inquisitive natures is, wait, okay, so how does that work? Um, which again, uh, they could have simple answers or they could be really complicated personal answers. Again, depending on the audience, like you were saying, is it close friends, is it coworkers, is it family? Uh, and yeah, it, it seems to, weirdly, I think being child-free draws a particular inquisitiveness from people. And maybe it's just that we're recently defining ourselves as such. I know uh, I was talking to a co-worker of mine who, as we were getting to know each other through months of, of you know not being in an office, being socially distanced, but being at the same workplace together. Um, we were talking and I mentioned the idea that my partner and I were child free. Uh, and she said to me, oh, that's funny. I just always told people I had a dog. And then I didn't realize actually um, that I had uh, a companion in the life script because they were had been living that life decades longer than I had, um, but didn't know there was a word for it. Um, but yeah, it seems to draw out a very particular inquisitiveness um, in people. Um, so how do we respond, and and what do we actually kind of owe people? This is kind of an interesting thought, Tiger.
0: Yeah, I think it's. This is one that I struggle with, not as being asked, but I'm a I'm an inquisitive, curious, nosy person, mm-hmm. and I would. I don't ask people about like their reproductive status but I'm always fascinated when people are willing to share a story and Mm -hmm. like I think because it's hard because I don't want it to seem like I just go around asking people you know like weird questions about their personal lives I think that question of what we owe each other is really fascinating because I think that uh you know if I meet someone else who's child free I'm curious, but that's usually because I'm trying to find that common ground, right? And I think what I've found sometimes is, particularly among female presenting people with not having kids, I think that there's sort of this idea, like miscarriages and pregnancy issues and fertility stuff is so common that I think people kind of wonder. So I don't... I always try to give someone like a question or two before and like, cause they're sussing me out. I'm sussing them out. It's like, right. What is the commonality here? And, and I think that's valid. That's just like making friends. That's connecting with people. If it were in a workplace, I'd shut that shit down right away. Cause that's really unprofessional. Um, and like, quite frankly, illegal as far as like non-discrimination, EEO, you know, equal opportunity employer stuff, you know? Sure. Um, but, yeah, so I think that there is this sense that I don't think we owe anyone anything, obviously. Like you you can draw your own boundaries. Yeah. But I think we can also forgive people for being curious as long as their response to our question like to our like their response to us, if someone if someone's like, Hey, like why are you child free? or you know, like do you regret that or is that weird? Um, if you're just like and they keep pushing, that's a dick move. If they're just like, oh, oh sorry. Sure. If they're like, oh, sorry. Or if they just move on, like if it's just another piece of yep. like the curious human puzzle, then and they respect your boundary, then I think that says a lot. I don't yeah.
1: know. So it's funny you brought up the discrimination law and part of this because I don't think that this is um, as a lot of this stuff is is intersectional in, in various ways. It's not something that singularly um, affects us. As a group of people even though it it can seem very much like um it draws a particular um attention from a group of people um but yeah i think that a lot of folks that deviate from the traditional life script um or cultural set of standards wherever they are um kind of end up in this continually uh this cycle of explaining their right to exist to people yes it's Uh, hard to
0: complain about someone asking about me not having a kid When, like, trans people are like, do you have a wiener? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Right. And again, it's
1: funny because there are half steps. It's funny that the folks on the gender spectrum definitely were were on this list that I, I kind of was thinking of folks that suffer similarly in these situations. And it's like, here are my pronouns. I am giving them to you. We're now starting to create a workplace where... Hey, you know what? On my employment form uh, for the major studio I just worked for, put in your pronouns, which is great. I mean, did we see a lot of ones that weren't he, him, and she, her? Not really. But we're opening the door, conversing. But also, starting a conversation, but also not necessarily um, (laughs) getting much farther to it. The idea with people giving their pronouns is then you use them, and then that's it. (laughs) Like, that is not a right to ask more questions of yes. and again, uh, it falls down into, um, but for why and how does that work? It kind of falls back into those. And yes. it's like, but maybe I've given you the tools that you need to know to get me, know, to get to know me better. that's all you really need. So let's just <laughs> like, we'll just, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, a funny, weird one to me is kind of uh, food restrictions. I find people, yes.
0: why are people so <laughs> weird about that? <laughs>
1: And this is funny, the first time that as growing up, um, what is arguably a fairly privileged existence by all counts, um, checking a lot of those, you know, systemic privilege boxes, very aware of it. Um, But like, the first time I really encountered this was in dating people um, who everybody knows, like the rural vegetarian, you know, it's, uh, it's a trope, the like, you know, the blue haired gal in a rural community that. Is only eating cheese pizza because that's the only thing for her to eat. Um, And just seeing people struggle just daily every time you're at a restaurant, every time you're at somebody's house, even with their families. Like I dated people for years who it's the same. It hasn't really changed, but it's like when I go home for the holidays, yeah, some hummus. That's great. You really don't have to like it's not that hard. You don't have to break the bank. Like, here's a couple simple things. And it's still like, but how? But why? But what's going on? And it's like...
0: Just do it. You don't... It's none of your business. Because it's either medical, which again, like, you have a right to medical privacy. Or it's just a personal choice. And that's fine. Maybe if you just, like, nutted up and made someone a nice vegetarian dish, they would be more open to sharing that part of themselves with you. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Um...
1: (laughs) Um, And again, I think this also in other ways, I think particularly the how does it work part of it um, keeps people necessarily from sharing or keeps people from having like a broader cultural acceptance of uh, various sexual orientations, particularly when you get into poly or different lifestyles around that sort of stuff. But yeah, I think a big part of. You know, the struggles with bi-erasure or poly-erasure in the world is largely people's questions about, wait, how does that work? I need to understand the mechanics of your lifestyle because it's not the, you know, one, one-to-one one V life script that we're all on. And I really need you to, it's like, I'm not taking out a loan. Like, I'm not, like, this isn't, like, you don't need Google it. 300... Yeah, Google it. There's not 300 pages of paperwork that yeah. need to be filled There's out. There's
0: actually some really good books out there about different types of poly lifestyles. There's a lot of queer lit and yeah, you know, books about queer living and like, dude, yeah,
1: yeah. And I think again, a big one. I saw this a lot on Twitter last summer during all the Black Lives Matter stuff, where there the refrain on Twitter a lot of the time was like, "Hey, it's not my responsibility." To explain the entire concept of systemic oppression uh, to white people. It's not my, particularly if I'm like the one person of a community that, you know, like, I don't have to explain all of Indonesian history to you or, you know, colonialism in a broad, you know, like that's not, I'm just trying to like order my Subway sandwich on my lunch break. Like it's not. And again, Google it like there's stuff out there. Yeah.
0: There's a lot of great resources. And and again, I think if you're respectful of someone drawing that boundary, eventually maybe they'll share more of that part of their life with you. Yeah. And, and but it's not it's not for you to be it's not for your edification. It's for theirs. And I think that's the yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating. So again, You're in these,
1: we're in a community where the stuff happens because a lot of times we're, as we've said, you know, we're the one couple or the one person in a group, the one person at a workplace, the stuff comes out and it's weird because there is this struggle as child-free people to both take up air, to be present and to be um, at least in some ways an ambassador of the lifestyle To at least, to not, to not just say like, I don't know, it never really, but to actually say, no, I am child-free. Yeah. Um, But to not also then have to have a TED Talk ready to go.
0: No, I don't hate kids, blah, 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 blah. blah, blah, blah. It's like, I don't owe you that. Yeah, exactly. That, that, that is fair. Like, I don't owe you any of that. I don't owe you the song and dance. If you want to know why, I'm going to make you watch my husband's vasectomy video first. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's always ready to go.
0: Yeah. Tigers, the, gaunt- the, the vasectomy
1: gauntlet. video is ready to go. So again, yeah, these responses can be informative, can be <laughs> short, snarky, or just you can just shut shut that shit down, right? Um, one of my favorites that came up, I saw as I was looking up articles, uh, Elmo Keep has a great article called, I'm so sick of being asked if I regret not having children. Um, these, all of these, uh, article titles sound like mid two thousands emo records, by the way, it's always, there's more, at least one comma in most of them. Um, her response back to being asked if, uh, what her thoughts and regrets were about being child-free was, is there a part of you that regrets having children? I had to ask this of a woman older than me who like many other buzz kills before her, uh, down the ages thought that asking a single child free woman, if she regrets not having children is an appropriate topic of dinner conversation. Uh, yes, of course she responded. Uh, and then Elmo has the best response. She just says, wow, that sounds like uh, an awful internal conflict, uh, to have to live with. I'm glad that's something I'll never have to reconcile. And just like, again, flip that shit around. Why not? Um, but, yeah, and then you know, another great article, uh Carrie Graham, no comma. Uh, I don't want kids, and I'm tired of explaining why not uh, from the Huffington Post also kind of Carrie says in a very lovely way, uh, I've become assertive in stating my choice, no longer saying, maybe one day, um, and perhaps most importantly, I'm also learning that I do not need to justify my decision. after all, how often is a mother asked to explain her reason for having kids yeah. so. Yeah. Shut There's that a lot shit
0: down of... with a shimmy and a smile. That's the tiger solution. <laughs>
1: and no. and the jazz hands and the shoulder. No. <laughs> I wish you could all see the shoulder action. <laughs> There's like a twirl and like a little rip tail or confetti toss.
0: Yeah. I just, I yeah. want everyone to know how fabulous my life is and as few moments of our interaction as possible. Just no. <laughs> <laughs> so it, Yeah.
1: We've talked a little, but like, you know, I think the things to consider with, because you'll have to have a variety of responses kind of ready to go. Um, You know, who are you talking to? Is this family? Is it friends? Is it code workers? Again, at some point, this doesn't matter, but it does a little bit, you know, who's your audience?
0: Yeah, I think it's fair. There's some people where a reasonable amount of curiosity is not offensive. Right. If you know, if my if my sister wants to ask me about that, not that I don't talk about it like all the time, uh, I'll be like, yeah, sure, totally, let's chat, cause I'll I'll let you see into this deep part of my soul, and or you know, there's good friends where I I like having that discussion, I like talking about it, but Joe neighbor down the street, no, 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 yeah, my realtor, um, no, 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 <laughs>
1: yeah, um, I think another a key factor is again to as this gets. L- lobbied at us again is to to get the bullshit detector out a little bit as you mentioned and it's like are these people genuinely curious about you and your life are they trying to get you to know you are they trying to understand you more or or is it some sort of backdoor invitation to a debate because and i think that more and more hopefully you can kind of feel this out with people but again if it's strangers you don't really know yeah like uh again at some point it doesn't matter like don't i don't you don't have to be in the mood to talk about it no <laughs> like
0: no it,
1: but um, it's also good to know and get a sense of like what the intentions are in that group and to kind of phrase your response accordingly, because there are some people that are just out there to weirdly assert dominance of their worldview. I think that again, as I'm always saying, there's a lot of people with kind of unexamined lives in this particular area. And I think that coming into contact with someone um, particularly, and, and I will say, I think that, uh, very, as in most of these cases that like, uh, you know, female presenting folks bear the brunt of this, um, like coming into contact with the stark relief of someone who's probably having a great time, you know, jazz hands and all, um, maybe kicks up some shit in them. And, uh, but again, that's for them to sort out with their partner and their therapist and not with you at an Applebee's, you yeah. know?
0: I think that's, and that's just good advice for dealing with anyone, you know. If if someone, if you're curious, I, I feel that way. I used to get very defensive because I love animals so much. Being around vegans and vegetarians, I was like, they think that they love animals more than me. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, they're just. It's everybody's got their different reasons, and we we all do what we can in this world to make it better, you know. And and it's like that was my. That was my own sensitivity of like, because I was that person that was like, why do you do this? I mean, did you know that leather's actually like really environment, you know, just, just dumb shit to be a troll. Yeah. And it was, it was all about me feeling like perhaps I wasn't doing enough to be a good, you know, animal ally and environmentalist. And in fact, yeah. you know what? I wasn't. And now I eat less meat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. A bit of self-refraction, and again, but as I think it's important. Yeah, to, and again, yeah. Sometimes this stuff blindsides us all. Uh, sometimes you have a chance to kind of really think out your responses in advance. But like at the end of the day, like, do you have the emotional energy for it? Um, from the safety of our secret child-free compounds, Tiger and I are both letting you know that you do not have to carry the weight of the entirety of all child-free people um, at your workplace or your uh, religious congregation, or to your family on a Zoom call. Like, you don't have to... If you're not there, um, you can just kind of nope it out a little bit. And if you do find it
0: easier to do something like equivocate, or to, like, say, oh, but I've got a dog, that's also, like, really okay. We don't... You don't have to be like, I'm confidently child-free. If it's in a situation where you are, like, surrounded by old church ladies, and it's just easier to be like, oh, not... I often... My favorite response in those circumstances where you kind of want to appear, like, sensitive and demure is just be like, oh, not in the cards for us. Because it sounds just sad enough that it could be, like, it shuts that oh, shit yeah. down. But it's, like, it's sure. not so depressing to derail a conversation. And it just... Right. It, it's a very... for <laughs> But again, like not in the
1: cards for us. It's ominous. It is full of ominous portents. Yes,
0: and you know, generally speaking, those are not the people that know that I like read tarot cards for funsies. So it doesn't sound super witchy. It's just like, oh, (laughs) that wasn't in the cards for us, and and it's fine. It's but again, I think it's good. Like if you want to equivocate, if you want to say like maybe someday, if you want to say, oh, but we have a dog, even if you don't have a dog, that's fine. Sure. Like it's it's a lot.
1: Yeah. Look, there, you know, and, and it's a fine line, right? Like, I think Tiger and I, again, have both used the, the, the throw a niece or a nephew at it, or just recount a story of a friend of yours. Be like, oh, baby's poop. Yes, I heard about one once.
0: I mean, I think I babysit enough, I've experienced that. And I also sure. love talking about poop. Here,
1: when in doubt, try this one out, maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> why not tell a story about a fictional child? And see how far you can get. Be like, you know what's crazy? Is that growing up, me and my family went to France for the holidays. And we all got on a plane. And weirdly, my cousin got left home by themselves. And yeah, it was whatever. And just see how far you can get down the road before someone just says, hey, I'm pretty sure that's just home alone. But no, but at the same time, like, you know, examine it. Is that always your response? Is that... You know, is there some space um, to kind of take Carrie's advice and to do you feel in yourself to be able to just say, I don't want children and I really don't feel the need to talk about it and just let that be that. Yeah. But yeah, sometimes just saying like, I don't want children, it's personal and I don't want to discuss it, we'll kind of shut that shit down. But again, is there room to adopt a little bit more of that honesty? I know in myself... I'm often ready to kind of song and dance around or to like my heart is often on my sleeve and I will just launch into my entire life story maybe I don't need to do that maybe I can find ways that I can just be like you know what there's several good articles Um, you know or you could just say again with a sparkle and a flourish like children are trash and the world is coming to an end wink and disappear in a cloud (laughs) of uh, adorable child free smoke you know Why not? Why not just? But again, it, it's such a struggle, right? It's such a struggle to to find that that nuanced line between like telling your entire life story and people knowing you on an intimate level that immediately assuages all doubts and fears of why you would deviate from the life script, and just being like, "Fuck you, read an article."
0: Yeah, it's like, like I'm normal. Shut up.
1: <laughs> I'm normal. Shut up. Just on a t-shirt. <laughs> But, yeah, like, again, some of this stuff's about balance, right? Like, throw your dog at it. Uh, I love to insert, as I've said, my skeletal cat into the conversation as if they are a real creature with real, like, oh, I couldn't, you know, my cat woke me up this morning. And you're just like, isn't it a stack of bones that sits on your coffee table? Like, oh, yeah, but, man, when it gets hungry. It's got big,
0: big psychic energy.
1: Yeah. Just ectoplasm all over the house. Yeah um
0: one thing i will request that you do yeah. not do just is good form and like if you're partner if you're partnered don't be like oh i've got my partner because the man child and woman child trope needs to die
1: oh boy those are Yikes. my fighting
0: words i'm sorry i like do what you want i don't actually care but not to me
1: yeah yeah but i won't ask like, you
0: i won't ask you about your children so you know, whatever. That's that's my point. Is like I just don't need to hear people equate their partner with a child. That's fucking weird and dirty. Oh yeah, fucked up. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it.
1: There. Look, there's all sorts of power dynamics in the world. I've never quite understood that one. You know, I, I've definitely. I usually. I love to when you when you start okay, to well, get
0: in kink. Yeah. That like in kink, like daddy daughter, like that's different because I right. spend a lot of time in. Those, well, if it weren't freaking pandemic time i would spend a lot of time in those spaces and you know what i'm not yeah. gonna kink sh- i'm not here to kink shame you but right if we're not in that context and you're just casually in a you know baby boomer cartoon kind of way comparing your spouse <laughs> to a child that's <laughs> fucked up
1: be like oh you're you're <laughs> picking up after your little baby i'm picking up after ralph all the time like yeah like <laughs> my god treat your partner with a modicum of respect. Thank you. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, and I will say part of this whole thing, uh, again, so much of child free existence centers around an examined life. Right. So I think the only person that you really owe your exam, an answer to in any of these situations, the only person you really owe an answer to is yourself. Yes. Um, it's, Some people, again, the decision to be child-free, part of a whole complicated um, mural of uh, an identity. Um, And sometimes it's the easy part, you know? Sometimes the child-free thing's like, yeah, I don't want kids. But gender is a big question. Sometimes everything else matched up real quick and the child-free part's the thing that has been the biggest journey to come by. You're, you know, fence-sitters and whatever else. But it's like, deviating from the, the life script... And anyway, is going to invite these questions and criticisms from all sorts of people in your life. It sucks, but some part of it is inevitable until we reach some sort of like Nirvana state, where we all fully understand each other uh, instantaneously. Yeah. Which doesn't that sound? Well, let's yeah. bring on the singularity. Also, why not?
0: I also um, think for some people, it is just genuine human curiosity. And again, if they ask, yeah. judge them. Judge their character by their response to your boundary drawing. Yeah. I think. I think that's fair, right? Sometimes. We know. I don't know. You don't owe anyone anything.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, and I think that the the way to keep yourself from being kind of like walk into a weird ambush or a sabotage or to just have your day ruined by having your entire existence questioned um, is to just spend some time with yourself. You know? Like don't be afraid to regularly check in and think through these issues and explore these feelings and journal, talk to your partner, talk to your close friends, examine it and and really know yourself at the heart of it. So that if you decide to equivocate, if you decide to, you know, throw your dog at it, if you decide to um, list off a bunch of statistics about the end of the world or if you t- decide to tell someone like fuck you I don't know you anything uh, that you're coming from like a very grounded place of knowing yourself yes you know
0: because at the um, end of the day you're still kind of telling them what they wanted to know which is what kind yeah. of person are you
1: yeah how's that work it does <laughs> fuck you
0: <laughs> suck a my butt
1: valid response
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, tiger what do you think I think that I want to hear people's responses to these questions. Like that's I love hearing other people's responses when people ask yeah. them about child their child-free status. One thing I've always kind of wanted to do and I've always had locked and loaded in the chamber is um in American Psycho when Christian mm-hmm. Bale breaks up with Reese Witherspoon, he says to her, "You're just not that important to me." And I think that's the coldest fucking shit I've ever heard. Ooh. And I desperately Ooh. want someone to ask me like, why I didn't have kids, and be like, it just wasn't that important to me. <laughs> like, like full. I just on, watch. Yeah. Just, watch their
1: face turn purple and their eyes plop out of their head.
0: Yes, I would. Um, I would just love that. Like.
1: Yeah. Stories. What's your? What is the weirdest? Again, I'm sure there's probably some first dates. I'm probably, there's probably some first, like, first time you met your partner's parents. Maybe a work retreat. Like, line them up. We will share in your, it, it, it. we'll share in your pain and your struggles and your triumphs. We want to hear all of them. All of them. Uh, Unless you, you don't know, even, want to
0: share. We also respect your boundaries. Yeah.
1: But, like, let's
0: <laughs> let,
1: come. <laughs> that's really funny. Please tell us. We are going to ask the most probing questions. Please tell us, uh, yeah. But again, and all come find common ground at the table. Uh, we're here to laugh and love uh, along with you. Email always works. Questions at not just sleeping in.
0: Social media: we're not just sleeping in on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the huge. Uh, not TikTok because we don't show our faces because we're using fake names.
1: But uh, you know, masked TikTok would, is not something I'm necessarily. Uh, but, you know, masks and me are, have a whole long, complicated history that we'll get into sometime. When's that kink episode coming? Oh, boy. Um,
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Until next time, I'm Tiger.
1: And I'm Lee.
0: Spread love.
1: Live your damn truth and share it with only the people you feel like you need to. Mm-hmm. And, of course,
0: <laughs> have, fun have fun sleeping, sleeping in. in. <laughs> Bye. Bye.